Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I have something. And it so describes how I was living. It so captures the feelings that I had about beginning on the pathway of my dreams. It, it so describes how I felt when I was about to attempt something. And I have some striking news for you. It describes often how I feel still today to a degree. So let me tell you what that is. And I know it's happened to a lot of people. Here's an analogy that I uh, 
I've heard a couple of different ways, but I've kind of, you know, fixed it around to where I can uh, drink it better. And I think it fits my personality to describe it to people best this way. You know, uh, I was I was talking. I've talked often about the urgency of doing something with your life, of of getting started today, of stopping the procrastination and putting it off, and waiting on all your ducks to line up in a row, and waiting until the stars align themselves. If if you're waiting on such a thing, you you you're never gonna get started. I don't really I don't know too many people who can say that. All the ducks just lined up in a row. Things happen. Things happen. Even when you get them lined up, one of the ducks get out of line or somebody knock over the dominoes. Something happens. But here's, 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 here's the point I'm getting at. God has so many blessings available to you, you who's listening. God has so many blessings available to you from where you are right now. I don't care what you've gotten yourself into or what you've done. God has so many blessings that he can send your way. But you have to do something. See, a lot of people just sit around and go, man, something always happening to you. You're always getting a break. You're always doing this. You're always doing Man, don't nothing come my way. Listen to me. If nothing ever comes your way, you know why that is? It's because you're not doing anything. I promise you you're not. See, here's the deal. God has all these blessings he wants to send you, but you got to give him something to work with now. Come on. You have to give God something to work with. God will bless you. God can touch people's hearts on your behalf he can move situations around for you. He can align the stars. He can set the ducks up in a row. But align the stars and move people around and touch people's hearts and set the ducks up in a row for what? Based on what? Have you put forth any effort? Have you made a single step in any direction to do the right thing or go the right way that gives him something to put his finger on? Come on, man. God can only bless you according to your faith. If you have a little bit of faith, give him that. Let him work with that. He can do that. You know, man, I didn't always start with these speeches you hear in the morning now. I ain't always had these. I grew to these. I stumbled my way to these. I messed up my way to these here. I got it wrong so many times to be able to sound like I got some sense. I said it often, failure is a wonderful teacher. Do you know how many times I have had to have failed to have what I have in my head today? I'm telling you, man, it's a process. People get mad at the process. You got to do something to give God something to work with. He'll bless you, but what you want me to bless if you ain't putting forth any effort, any effort, if you just sit down and start, I got a book coming out, I'm telling you, man, that's going to really explain this thoroughly, man, where you can get blessed from wherever you are in your life, wherever your starting point is, wherever you find yourself wound up, you can get you can get it back from there. I've done it. 
man, by the grace of God, I done it. I, I, I got over, man. I learned some things along the way. Because here's the deal. As long as God keeps waking you up in the morning, he ain't through with you yet. When he's done, you're done. But if God still has a plan for you, you wake up in the morning. He still got some more work for you to do, you wake up in the morning. So if you keep waking up, man, it's something that God wants from you, would love to have from you. And he can work with you, man, if you just walk towards him a little bit. So here's the deal. I know it's hard for the average person to start because the fear of the unknown is incredible. What if I fail? What if I don't get picked? You know, one of the hardest things I ever did was walking in to quit my job. Oh, man, let me tell you about that day when I decided that I was going to be a full-time comedian after winning an amateur night one time. Quitting your job, following your dream, going for it, despite all the naysayers, it's like stepping off a cliff. It's like actually just walking off the edge of a cliff, hoping, hoping now, not really knowing, but hoping Hoping is the bare basis of faith. I stepped off that cliff hoping that my parachute would open and allow me to drift down. (laughs) See, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine part of the thrill, and I don't know this because I'm not going to skydive to find out. I think part of the thrill for people is the, uh, the the danger part of throwing yourself out of plane and how it feels to be free falling. But the whole time they're free falling, having this exhilarating over the top moment. You have got to believe in your heart of hearts. You have got to hope with everything in you that when you pull this cord, the chute opens or else this ain't a good move at all. But you've packed your chute yourself. You've taken the lessons, so you go ahead and you make the leap. Now, the only thing about quitting your job and following your dream is you ain't really been trained all that good for this. You ain't really, you done packed your chute, but you ain't never opened it before. So I walked off this cliff. That's what it was like. And you following your dream is like you walking off a cliff. Now, let me tell you something. Here's the part where people don't never make the jump. They see somebody like myself who jumped off the cliff and the, and, and the parachute don't open right away. And I hit a couple rocks on the way down. I got my back cut up pretty bad. I got my clothes ripped off. They see that. Three years living in a car. Man, he got his life toe down jumping off that cliff. I ain't jumping off that cliff. But see, what you don't understand is you don't, you don't know it, but eventually the chute will open. And I'm at the parachute opening part of my life, man, where the chute didn't open and I'm drifting. And I'm, I'm able to go over to Paris, guide my chute over to Paris and glide. I've, I've glided over to Africa and seen what it looked like. It's a slow ride down when the parachute finally opened. Uh, and my back didn't heal, too. And the cuts that I had on me, I remember now I know how to stay away from the edge. But the parachute didn't open. And I'm enjoying my life for the first time. I'm gliding. But I I got hit up against a rock. I can see more. I get a chance to see more things. I get to glide and see more parts of the world. 
I'm living my dream. The parachute open. Your parachute is going to open. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. It'll never open if you don't step off that cliff. You got to step off that cliff. God will get the parachute open for you. But you got to jump, baby. That's the hard part, ain't it? Now, the question is, the end of this story right here today, when you jumping? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, this is the Steve Harvey Moonbeam Show. Yep. This is real, real radio from back in the day. Back before they had us on radio. I am Rufus T. Jackson IV. Yeah, Rufus Teague makes some good barbecue sauce. Oh, you tell me about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you got to get some barbecue sauce in a bottle, mm. I highly recommend Rufus Teague and I highly recommend Williams Brothers. Oh. Williams Brothers barbecue sauce straight out the bottle? Boy. Mm. And if you can find yourself some old mule. <laughs> oh, my mule. Old mule. Old mule. <laughs> I know, I know. Good-ass barbecue sauce. Wow. But you know the best barbecue sauce I've ever tasted in my life? What? Mm. Outside of all, well, uh, there's a lady that works with me, Jennifer. She -hmm. works the sound. She got a husband named Ira. Uh Uh-huh. And they call the barbecue sauce Jen Ira. They need to change the name of that. (laughs) (laughs) But barbecue sauce, you know how black people always put their name on something. (laughs) Change it to Irogen. But let me tell you something, man. The best day out of Chicago, mm. the best barbecue sauce in a bottle that I have ever had in my life. Wow. I kid lot. you not. That's saying so Her much. and her husband mm-hmm. makes this barbecue sauce. It's called Genaire. And, buddy. It's the yeah you think about that's <laughs> but I would get with them and and manufacture that it is excellent. Wow, good to know, Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay, you okay. can't eat barbecue, can you? Not a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still a vegan, Jay? Are you still a vegan? I eat eggs, no, but does that make you? What is that? If you hey, just you eat know eggs? what? Eggs is okay, Jay. I done put some oh, eggs no, back in yeah. my no, vegan not program. No, vegan. Shirley, no. you can't tell us. I'm just telling you, technically, <laughs> well, it's what's, a vegan. What's the, eggs is what's an different animal different product. Shirley. Sure. What's, what's the difference with a vegan and a vegetarian? What What's the difference? Dairy. Yeah. Dairy. And animal product. Yeah, animal product. Listen to me. Here's what I'm mad about. You can make your own rules. I'm mad about the whole egg thing because they want to put eggs in the category of dairy. Yeah. And that's complete and utter nonsense. Oh, you almost cussed. I heard it. I know. I heard it. Oh, it would have been so good. Wow. Well, I don't drink milk. That's dairy. That's dairy. It comes from a cow. You drink milk, man? No, I don't. I don't drink milk. No, no man, I've completely it. switched to almond. No, I don't. Milk's no. not friendly to me. That's all I'm saying. Lactose mm. intolerant. <laughs> Lactose can't tolerate. Remember when we were kids? How much milk we could we drink? We drink so much milk, and then we get older. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't drink milk. Now we can't. Drink. Oh, I drink milk with everything. Still to this day? No, 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 no. I don't drink uh-huh. now. 
Do you know how I would sound if I drank milk? Take us to break, Shirley. All right. We'll be back and talk about these mega millions Uh at 32 after. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Mega millions, $1.6 billion jackpot is tonight. Oh, I'm playing. Let's, let's pitch in. Let's pitch in. A, a, yeah, we should do that as a group. Five hundred huh? a piece, y'all. Come okay. on. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-mm. 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 Jay, you're the one that can afford it. I can't afford it, but I want my own money. If I win, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. If y'all give me the money and I buy the tickets, I'm gone. You're not gonna see me. You're gonna be cussing. You're gonna be upset. And that's yeah. just what's gonna happen. Okay, I'm gonna cool. be gonna you out. Okay, continue. Who's, who's gonna buy the tickets, and how much are we gonna put in the pool? Well, Tommy said five hundred. Is that yeah, too much? Okay. I thought yeah, you couldn't yeah. do that. Much. That ain't enough. You gonna do more? Let's do a hundred. A hundred. A hundred dollars. Steve, no, you know, you don't take the to one win. ticket to Steve win. Told you, but you need a bunch of one tickets, boy. But Steve told you yesterday no. that he tried to go for over two hundred, and they wouldn't. No, they're not gonna sell you when it's like big like this. They won't sell you a lot yeah. of tickets. You just gotta keep yeah. going to different places. Ain't nobody got yeah. no time nobody for that. One hundred dollars, one place. Oh, we don't. You don't want to put billion no, no, dollar no, work no, no, no. in. See, one hundred dollars between all of them. No, 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 each person, each person, 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 person puts put Okay, so how many of them, what is it, 400? Yeah, because Jay's well, definitely not in No, no, I, I just said if I get them, I'm going to keep the money. Okay, okay see, well, so that's why you're not in you it. You ain't in it. That's why you're not in it. Yeah, we don't Cause need Because, CJ, let me tell you something. This is family. If you steal $1.6 billion from me, uh-huh. I, yeah. I'm going to have to try to kill you. Oh, I'm going to have to try at least. Let me tell you, if I get one point, how much, Steve? Six. Six billion. The buyout, if, if you take the one lump sum, it's not. That is enough money to make me a white man, and you'll never find me. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> that, right. that ain't enough operation. Enough bleach. You gonna be sitting up looking like Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Still got that little haze too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So before this, the highest jackpot in U.S. history was a Powerball drawing of one point five eighty six billion. That was back in oh, two thousand sixteen. That was just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mega Millions tickets are sold in 44 states, plus the District of Columbia, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Tickets have six numbers, all of which must be matched to win the jackpot. You can choose your own six numbers or have them assigned by choosing Quick Pick. Each number goes from 1 to 70, except for the final number, which ranges from 1 to 25. So... We're going to do this, guys, $100 each. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, in. I'm in. in for $100. Who's going to get the yeah. ticket? Send Junior, boy. Huh? Yeah, Junior, Junior. honest. Can't get a call. Can't, you can't get Mon go down there? <laughs> Monica, hell no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Oh, no. She down there arguing that, with people. Yes, right yes. you know it. <laughs> I only got one ticket. They made me mad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't feel like standing in line, so I left. <laughs> right, that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right, so Junior, we'll give we'll each give $100 to you, Jim. So that's 500 yeah. I know what Junior going to do. What? What, 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 what I'm going to do, Jay? He's going to give half of the money to sickle cell, cell research. I know half. <laughs> he give half his money. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. No. no. Yeah. I'll make a donation you for you because I care about you, Junior. Mm. Yeah. But ain't, no, I'm not giving away half or nothing. Now. I got to. <laughs> hey, I got to. 
send these 10,000 yeah. kids to college. Don't listen to Jay, huh? I'm not giving half my money to sickle cell. I'm going to try to fix a lot of people with it. But they ain't going to get half. We're going to make you comfortable. Yeah. That's it. Some of us are getting new. Hey, hey Junior. I'm about to cash app you right now. Hey, Junior. Hmm? 1.6 billion. You can have so many blood transfusions. You can take out all your blood, put new blood in. <laughs> Try that. Yeah. Man, oh don't listen to Jay. Oh, all right. man. All right, okay, we we're in. Okay, we're going to do this. All, all right. right. We're going to do this. $100 piece, right. we in. All right. 50 tickets. Send me your so PayPal, Junior. Junior. Yeah, I'm going to do Cash App. PayPal. Oh, cash, cash App. App. Whatever. All right. I'll send it over. All right. I was just joking. I wouldn't take the money. I'm uh, no, too no, late. No, 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 You're too new no, for no, all of that, Jay. No, no, You've no. only been here a short while. Oh, y'all <laughs> cash app. What are y'all talking about? Oh, God. Oh, it's God. a way to, okay. Oh, no. you know what? See, oh, see you no. know what? This is why we can't win nothing with you. Yes, you don't even, know how, you don't even know how to, to transfer, transfer money. Small amount of money. Right? Small amount of money. Wait a minute. What you talking about, y'all? So you ain't heard of, you ever heard of Zelle cash app? Yeah. Any of that? Hey, yeah, that's how you transfer money. You probably still go transfer to- money from where? From, 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 from my account. bank account to your bank to your account. Bank account. Yeah. yeah. In seconds. Yeah. You don't wire the money no more? No. Listen, <laughs> man. No, boy. You are too rich, Steve. You are too rich. No, I'm no. for real. Who do you? No, you get you get an app. You can put in, like, with Cash App, you can put somebody's phone number or they have a certain name. Uh, uh, like email, they have a Cash right. App. Yeah, so yeah. I can send, yes. I can send Junior this $100 right now. No. Yeah, you want to cash app us some money just outside no. the lottery. Yeah, so just, we can show you how it works. Yeah, just, you I do tell you what, send each one of us $100. We'll show you how it works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Download the app. So that's just one way. Or you can do Zelle yeah. from bank account to bank account. You can do mm-hmm. it that way. Simple. That's what everybody do, Steve. Everything is cash app, Zelle. Everybody. He don't know none of it. Man, I promise you, I'll get heard. money orders. No, this is the same person don't know when he get paid for radio every two months, uh, twice uh, a month. He don't even know that. No. He don't know when he get none of this checks. They just give them to him, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> he sit there and just be open arms up. What's that for? I don't know. Isn't God mm. good? That's all mm. I got to say. I want that problem. <laughs> I want that problem. Man. Way too much damn. We'll be right back with way too much damn money right now. <laughs> what is Cash App? What is Cash App? I've never heard of that. He don't know none of that. He don't know none it's of that. It's a billion nah. dollars on the table, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Woo. Oh, I swear. All right, well, we're... I bet your kids know, though. I bet they know. Oh, yeah, they know. All right, listen, we got to go, but we're going to get the money to you, Junior. Coming up next, it's the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Steve Ray Carruth, the former NFL player, was released from prison yesterday. Uh, We'll talk about that. But right now, yeah, right now. unbelievable. I know. I know. We'll talk about it. Uh, Right now, it's time for the king of pranks and run that prank back. What you got, Neff? House party at Glenda's. House party (laughs) at Glenda's. Let's run it. Hello? Hello, uh... Hey man, y'all need me to bring some ice over there? Yeah, man, we can we can use some ice over here. Who, who is this? Hey, this is Lawrence, man. I was trying to see uh, if y'all need some ice. What kind of beer should I bring, man? Y'all want some beer? Man, everybody over here pretty much do Budweiser, man. Now, who, who'd you say this was again? 
This Lawrence, this Lawrence, man, I ran into your wife at the um, the supermarket, and she was telling me y'all was, you know, getting together, and she told me to, you know, come on through if I had some time, so I didn't want to just come through there without nothing, you know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, come through empty-handed looking disrespectful, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel it, man. We just, we pretty much over here just kicking and watching the game, man. You can, you know, some beer, some ice, that'll, that'll be good, bro. Okay, 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 cool, man. Well, listen, um, I mean, I mean, people y'all gonna have, I want to make sure I bring enough stuff. Yeah, but who who you I can I can really hit man. Who'd you say this was again though? My name is Lawrence, man. My name is Lawrence. I went to uh, I went to school with Glenda. Oh, okay. You went to you went to school with Glenda. Okay, Lawrence. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We went we went to school together. So you know we we I ain't seen her like man. I swear it's been like fifteen twenty years. You know what I mean? Ironically, you know I just got back to town. You know two weeks ago and, and to you know run into a classmate. I was like wow. But but you know I, uh, she invited me out, man. I ain't been nowhere since I got here. So. You know, it's, it's cool just to get out a little bit. So, you know, you say Budweiser, and I bring some ice, man. So, yeah, we good. We good. So I'm just going to bring a couple cases. That's cool? Yeah, man, that's that's cool. But you, you say, Glenda, which y'all, did y'all, y'all went to high school or college? Or what, and where'd you where'd you meet her at? No, no, no. Me, me and Glenda went to high school together, dog. Oh, y'all went to high school together? Yeah, that's back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You say, what'd you say? You said your name, Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence. Yeah, we went to high school together, man. That was, uh, you know, that, man, Glenda still look good, dog. That is, how long y'all been married? Man, we've been married for about 16 years, man. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, 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 man, you did good, man. I, I, I hate I messed it up, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's neither here nor there, man. But it's just ironic that I ran into her, man, so I just appreciated the invite. I saw I saw Glenda, man. Your, your, your girl looking good, man. I ain't seen her in a long time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, man. What? Do you, let's back up a minute, man. What, what you mean? You you hate you messed that up. What you mean by that? Well, no, that's no. Okay, okay. My bad, dog. I'm, I'm thinking you familiar with my name. No, um. See, Glenda was um. Glenda was my high school sweetheart. You know, we dated from from ninth grade to the twelfth grade, man. We went to prom together. All right, bro. Look, all right, man. I see. Um. You know what, man? I, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, let me see. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Glenda, what she meant by by telling you she you could come through the crib, bro. But you you can't come through my house, dog. I mean, I didn't I didn't have mine back in the day, and 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 she might have had hers, bro. But you you can't come over my house, dude. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Now, Glenda then invited me, and I'm coming. I don't I don't know what what the hostility is, but man, but I'm I'm coming to the house. You ain't you ain't coming to my house, dog. Hey, dog, yeah. listen to me, man. I'm not finna sit in and go back and forth with you. I done ran into Glenda in the store. Glenda said, she, you know, it was good to see me, you know, come through tonight. I said, cool, you know, and she gave me the number on asking you what else I should, you know, what else I should get, you know. So I'm I'm calling you saying, hey, man, you want some ice and some beer? I'm going to roll through. Man, it's just a party, dog. You insecure? What's what's up? No, I ain't no insecure. Listen, listen to me, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and get Glenda. All right, and, and this, because this right here don't make sense to me, dog. What you mean Glenn invited you to the house? And I'm telling you right now, you ain't coming to my house, bro. If you come to my house, you're going to get your up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what you, what you threatening me now, dog? That's what you're doing? You who, who is you, dog? I'm her first. That's who I am. I would never do that. I'm her first. I'm her first. I'm the one she really remember. What you mean you the one she really remembers? I'm her first, dog. See, man, I, I look, man, I, I, like I said... You bring your punk over to my house, and it's going to be about 20 waiting on you. All right, all my boys over here, we kicking it. All right, you bring your over here, you won't leave. I promise you that.
I tell you what, man, I'll be over there because Glenda the one invited me, and I'm showing up. And if you start tripping with me, guess what, dog? It's on and popping. One thing I ain't forgot is my first love, and my first love that invited me to the house. Man, I can't, I can't even deal with this right here, bro. I'm gonna tell you, you no, know, you, you obviously you don't spoke to Glenda. You know where the I live, all right? You show your up. I want you to come on. I want you to come on over and you show up. Like I said, you show up and your ain't going home. I promise you that, bro. Uh, well, it's, it's whatever then, man. It's whatever. This, hey, bro, look, look, man. Me and my boys over here, we just waiting on it. We just waiting on it. All you got to do is, is make the move, bro. All you got to okay. do is make well, the move. I'll tell you what, man. I'm just, I'm, let me call Glenda. See, I need to call Glenda. Because, see, 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 Glenda. Yo, let me get Glenda. Who the f*** are you, dog? Who the f*** are you? I'm going to tell you one more time. I am Glenda's first. I don't give a and, and it sounds like I might be her last, her everything. This must be out his mind, CeeLo. Listen, I got this p*** on the phone, bro. Listen, yo. Yo, dog. Hey, let me ask you this here, man. You don't even know where Glenda's spot at, do you? Do you? What the f***? I know where her spot at. What the f***? Who the f*** are you, dog? What the f*** think this is, bro? Hey, man, man I... you bring your over here. I want you to show up at my You call me with this stupid bro. You talking about my girl? My girl spot. You come, but I want to see you at the crib right now, bro. Get your in your whip right now. You drive down to my and I'm going to you up, bro. You ain't going to do nothing to me. What? I said you ain't going to do nothing, do nothing to, me. to you, huh? I ain't going to do nothing to you. I promise you bring over here, bro. I'm telling you, you're not going home, dog. You're not going home. Whatever. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Is you That's listening? Talking my girl? What the f***? I, I got one more thing I want to say to you, though. Is you listening to me? I'm not listening to you, I, Hey, man, is you listening? Is you listening? Because evidently you ain't. Are you listening to me? you want to say, This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Glenda. <laughs> you see, bro. <laughs> you playing, man. I'm so glad this is a joke, bro. I'm telling you, because... <laughs> I got to ask you, bro. I got to ask you one more thing, dog. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, huh? Sir. You play yeah. too much. That's what's wrong. I play a little too much. Have you changed yes. since you got your new TV show? I'm, I'm oh, looking, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Surely you ain't noticed oh, yeah. it. A little yeah. bit. A little it's bit. such a serious Hold way, ain't it? Ain't it on tonight? It's yes. on tonight. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah, it's on tonight, Tommy. Ready to love is on tonight. Let me tell y'all this. Tonight is, is the premiere party. Uh, you got to tell me what to wear, man. Tonight is the premiere party uh, in, it, in Atlanta, GA. I'm excited. Well, uh, see, you want to dress like you. Well, you, oh, you don't. I mean, surely. I'm sorry. Surely. You don't want to overdress the people who come to watch. Well, how about okay. that? You know, something comfortable. But uh, if, I mean, if I'm not, if I'm the host of this show, I mean, how how am I? You, you don't overfly it, do you? You don't overfly it, do you? That's well, what I just said. You talking to Steve about being overfly? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying yeah. to Tommy, out, do why you, would I pull up? Yeah, <laughs> let your light shine. I think, okay. I think, man, you got to look the part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I underdress, you know, if a woman looks at my feet, that's important. Mm-hmm. If they look at my watch, that's important. Okay. 
My watch and my shoes is important. Everything else going to be mine. Yeah, I need a watch, though. Come, yeah, you do. Coming up in entertainment news, Ray Carruth, former NFL player released from prison. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up in about 20 minutes after the hour, super producer, our friend and family member, Will Packer, is going to be here. He'll join us to talk about the new season premiere of Ready to Love. It is hosted by our very own nephew, Tommy. It is tonight on the OWN Network, 10 p.m., 9 Central. Hey, you know what? After this show, I think we might have to give him a new nickname. Thomas, Thomas Miles, maybe? That's not a nickname. That's your real name. <laughs> yeah. Damn. This boy here. Hello. Thanks, <laughs> And once again, and they gave him a show. Hello. Look at Team Tommy over yeah. here. Though. You see, I know, but that is your real name. We're just trying to help you so you won't do these things on your TV show, okay? I'm, I'm trying not to get the nickname, Jay, because I know it ain't going to be a good nickname. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what were you thinking, Steve? You yeah. don't want us to call him nephew anymore? Yeah, I think after this, man, it's gonna have to. You're gonna have to grow him up a little bit. Uh, uncle, everybody call me uncle. <laughs> Boy, I wish go, I would. How about we go with the few? <laughs> we drop, we drop some of it. Just the few. The few. How about, few. Uh, how about, uh, how about LP? LP. What's that for? Little LP, what's up, little pretty? Because, you know, Tommy has always thought he was cute. Well, I mean, he really is, though, Steve. He's really fine. Who? Who? Did you hear him say, thank you, Shirley? Did you hear Carly, though? Who? That was Junior. That was Junior. That was me. Yeah, Carla and I are in agreement right now. Carla ain't ever been agreeing. No, well, uh, ask her. Ask her right now that he's. Okay, Carla. Yes, Steve. I'm listening. Carla. Yes, sir. I'm right here. Is Tommy fine? Wait, before you say that. Thank you. Oh, okay. I told you. Is he on TV? on TV? Yes. Okay, hold on. Get on TV, you fine. Hold on. Uh, then you. I left a nice gift card at the birthday party. He too. did. I did. He did. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Can I just ask a question? Just because yeah. you're on, on TV, Tommy. you're fine? Now, him. Look at TV. No, I just want to say, no, I'm, no, this is not. Jake, that mean, to that us. Mean, to no, us. That means, to that us, means, yes. If you're on TV, you're fine to y'all. That means Al Roker is fine. Is that what y'all saying? Because no. well, we don't TV. know him. We, Tommy because Al Sharpton on saying, TV. <laughs> we don't. We don't know them. We know Tommy. Jay was on TV in his drawers and think like that. <laughs> yeah, Larry Bird been on TV. <laughs> Flavor Flay was on TV. In this <laughs> family yeah. right here, in this group, in this group. Okay. Yeah. In this group, what? Husband, mm-hmm. So he's on TV now. When you're on you TV, go, you yeah. do your thing, baby. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Oh, this is crazy. And you see how he eat it up? Thank you. Why he turned he? into that white mm. bougie. And, and tell me, I, I don't. Thank you. Yeah, and you uh, look really tall. TV makes you look tall and slim. He's sitting down on all the scenes, Shirley. It makes you look tall. It makes mm. you look slim. Hey, I, I have like you that. know I'm flying your sister in. She lands today around 2 o'clock. Mama is coming to the Aww. premiere. Yes. Oh, nice. It's all Mama's good. Kate. Oh, oh. How about yeah. Black Bougie? You like that, Steve? <laughs> Black <laughs> Bougie. <laughs> Black Bougie. 
Yeah, I kind of like that one. Okay, cool. We're going to come up with new nicknames for Tommy since yeah. she's a TV star. So, so far, it's Lil Pretty and Black Bush. All right, come on. All right, come on. All right, come on. We got to go. Black Bush, you win. It's time for today's headlines. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, and good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, today is the day that Turkish President Erdogan revealing the, quote, naked truth about his country's investigation into the apparent murder of dissident Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Today's announcement coming two days after Saudi Arabia came out with yet another excuse for Khashoggi's death. First, the Saudis denied doing anything. Then video surfaced about what appears to be a Kasoji body double walking out of the back door of the embassy with another man. So that looked premeditated to people. And Saudis then said, oh, well, the columnist accidentally died while being tortured. And now the latest is that he died accidentally while in a fistfight. Meanwhile, President Trump says he's expecting some answers from our investigators. I spoke to the crown prince. Uh, we have people over in Saudi Arabia now. We have top intelligence people in Turkey. Uh, we're going to see what we have. But first, we'll see what the Turks say. They said they have audio and visual evidence of what they say was purely a torture and a murder. With the aerial photos showing thousands of Central Americans walking through El Salvador, then Guatemala, then Honduras, and now attempting to push their way into and through Mexico, President Trump says his administration wants to slash the aid given to those three countries because they've done nothing, he says, to contain the marching migrants. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, they've paid a lot of money. Every year we give them foreign aid, and they did nothing for us, nothing. Hundreds of millions of dollars. They, like a lot of others, do nothing for our country. Meanwhile, Trump says he's alerted both the military and the Border Patrol. Uh, Mexico, by the way, says they're going to contain them, and they're not going to get out of Mexico. In fact, they're going to leave Mexico, all with only a couple of weeks before the midterm elections. No surprise, Trump looks to make this situation a campaign issue. In Georgia, an 18-year-old man wanted in the killing of a local police officer shot and killed yesterday by other officers two days after cops launched a manhunt. Tafari Menard killed when officers followed up on a tip. Menard, the prime suspect in the death of 30-year-old Gwinnett County officer Antoine Tony, who was responding to a report of a suspicious vehicle parked near a school. A second suspect, 19-year-old Isaiah Pretlow, has been arrested, charged with aggravated assault related to an incident which took place after Officer Tony was fatally shot. Customers of the low-cost airline Ryanair not very happy about how Ryanair handled a racist passenger in a recent flight out of Barcelona, Spain. According to a video posted by an appalled witness, a white man ordered a 77-year-old black woman sitting in an aisle seat to move and quickly allow him to get to his window seat. According to Huffington Post, the woman's daughter told the man his mo- her mom needed a little time because she had arthritis and couldn't move very quickly. The woman had emigrated from, to England from, the, from Jamaica in the 1960s, and as she spoke in her accent to the racist, he screams back, don't talk to me in a foreign language, you stupid, ugly cow. That man was not removed from that flight, believe it or not. This finally something that only woman could have used today, National Slap Your Irritating Coworker Day. Ah, Steve Harvey Show, coming back in 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, as promised, I told y'all, Mm-hmm. that we had a special guest this morning. Joining us now mm-hmm. is the iconic, iconic, Thank you. iconic, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> What's that Nick? Yeah, whichever you want to <laughs> yeah. call him. Badass. He just celebrated his 10th movie, y'all. Wow. wow. And that wow. T- that 10th movie is none other than Night School. Wow. 
His this is his tenth movie to open number one yes. at the box office. Oh. That. God. Yes. 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 Well, wow. not only does he do great movies, he's got a, a brand new TV show that premieres tonight on OWN. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show is called Ready to Love, and it showcases a unique twist to a typical dating show. Mm-hmm. Ready to Love is hosted by. My damn nephew. No, I never ever thought I'd say this. <laughs> Father God, this boy done got a show. Yes. Yes, nephew Tommy has a new damn TV show. <laughs> and we about to tell you about it. Please welcome to the show, superstar producer, my man, Will Packer. What up, yes, what up? Will, Will, Will. Family, family, family. <laughs> How y'all feel? Hey, I come on the show for Steve's introduction. I yeah. never feel so the amazing. Best what? What? Yeah. I just want to record that and play that when I walk into the house tonight. When Heather mad at me, I'm going to play it. Do you know I'm iconic? You over there talking about I ain't take the trash out. I'm yeah. iconic. Not iconic. Right, right. Like that sounds better. Steve Tommy, you ready, man? I'm ready. I'm scared. I'm blessed. I'm. I'm. I, I'm all of that, it's man. It's your time, but, uh, brother. It's your but time. But let me say this. Let me say thank you to you for giving me an opportunity, for giving me a chance. Come on, man. I want to say thank you, brother. You believed in me. Absolutely. You gave it to me. Like I hope somebody I de- believed in me. I, I, I hope I delivered. Oh, you did. I, I want to say this. Delivered. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Let's tell okay. everybody what you're grateful for. Yeah, first. that's true. They, they don't know nothing <laughs> about it. First of all, it's a show called Ready to Love, y'all. Yeah. It premieres tonight on OWN at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Then an all-new episode will add this Saturday on the 27th at 10 p.m., 9 p.m. Central. Yes, yes. Uh, Ready to Love is hosted by our very own Something We Thought We'd Never Hear. <laughs> hosted by Thomas Miles, better known as Nephew Tommy, mm-hmm. and it explores romantic interactions of grown black men and women in their 30s and 40s, and they all looking for love. Yeah. Oh, Take it away, yeah. fellas. These wow. grown people. That's the difference. This yeah. is not yeah. youngsters. Yeah. These are grown people mm-hmm. out there. Maybe they've been married. Maybe they got kids. Whatever. These are grown Careers. people who absolutely mm-hmm. know what they want. You know how it is. When you a little bit older, you know what you want yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, true. It's yeah. different than when you're in your 20s, you're trying to figure out you having fun. Hey, hey y'all, hang good. on, hang on, because this is good. I'm going to bring y'all back with more. Don't go away. We got more with Will Packer and the brand new star of Ready to Love. That damn nephew, Tommy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please welcome back Super Producer. I love calling him Super Producer because that's exactly what he is. Will Packer is here to tell us about the season premiere of Tommy's new show, Ready to Love on OWN. Will Packer. Okay, Will. We put 20 singles, 20 of the most eligible singles in Atlanta. We put them all together. We gave them to Tommy. We let them start dating. Okay, it's back a, up, back up okay, a little bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> you put Uh-oh. 20 <laughs> eligible singles. That's correct. Yep. And you gave them what? <laughs> <laughs> this the part we gave what them, makes people tune in. We gave them to Tommy. God. We gave them to Tommy, God, and we dog. said, let's see what happens. God, dog. <laughs> and Tommy took it from there. And here's and, the thing, uh, Steve, you, everybody man. doesn't make it to the end of the show. So Dude. we see them dating and interacting, but the women get to decide which of the men they want to keep on the show. And wow. then the tables flip, and the men get to decide which of the women 
they want to keep. So we narrow it down oh. until we have the final three couples. Six people remain. Okay. So, see, mm-hmm. just because you got a thing going with one person doesn't mean that the other women or the other men are feeling you. Okay. So it's interesting. And here's the other thing. We got Tommy to go, and after after all the dates and after everything would happen, Tommy would sit down with the guys mm-hmm. when the women aren't around. Okay. And when okay. I tell you, y'all nephew would go ham, he would get these men. Listen, <laughs> do not watch this show unless you really, really want to hear what men are saying when y'all not around. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right oh. now. Oh, oh no. They get enough and of this food on the radio. We are in your favorite place. We are in a cigar bar, me and the guys, and we are chopping it up, and they are laying it all out on the table, uh-huh. how they feel about women, what they think, what they feel, and what they not feeling. You get the whole Okay, so Tommy, gamut. so here's my question for you. Yes, sir. While you were taping the show, what, what, was you, what were you getting from the show? What were you picking up? Or, 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 you, you or what, what do I you think up, when man? people watch it, what they'll pick up? You know, women are going to pick up how how they can see the game that some men are trying to run. They're going to pick it up okay. easy. You're going to be there's a lot of women. We That's have 12 true. beautiful women on That's this show. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is you're going to see ladies are going to see themselves almost like Will Packer once again. Girls trip. Well, when you saw girls trip, you saw which one of those ladies you were. Yeah. Ladies would mm-hmm. see, "Oh, that's oh my god, that's my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A, When you yeah. see these 12 you're going to you're going to see the one that you are, and you're going to see. And these are some beautiful black women. They are professional black women. We got we got ladies that are uh, vice president of banks. I mean, they are professional. They got it going on, and they are no nonsense with these guys. I'm not hearing it. I've heard the game before. Are you ready to love? And you better be ready when you come in here. And the thing is that you know how a lot of women would say. I don't know why I'm still single. Like, I'm not sure what it is mm-hmm. that I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it is, why right, I'm not right, connecting. Right, right. Uh-huh. And so we actually delve into that. You know, we did like an early screening of this, and women were watching, and like Tommy said, they would say, oh, I see myself in her, and I see now. Uh-huh. I see what the guys are saying. Like, you know, they right, want a woman that's right. strong but not too strong. Yeah. They so, want a woman okay. that's independent but not too independent. I need okay. her to need yep. me. Okay, okay, so let me jump in here. So a woman watching this show will learn two things. First of all, how men really view them uh-huh. with That's the right. spotlight that Tommy puts on the men when you're talking about why you want them out, what the game you run it. And then a lot of women might can learn from the mistakes of others by seeing themselves in these other women. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. That's why watching. I'm the host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, we're going to have some more fun with Will Packer, nephew Tommy, and uh, we'll talk more about Tommy's new show, Ready to Love. It's tonight on the OWN channel, 10 p.m., 9 central. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letters subject. All he cares about is being (laughs) Insta-famous. That's it. Uh, Mm. But right now, yeah, right now we got more with super producer Will Packer in the building. Uh, We've been talking with uh, the superstar producer Will Packer and the new star of uh, Ready to Love, Thomas Miles, our very own nephew Tommy. Uh, Ready to Love is a show that explores uh, the romantic interactions of grown black men and women in their 30s and 40s. And they all looking for love. Well, we done put them all in the same room. We done found a way to eliminate them. It's a very unique way of eliminating because girls eliminate men, men eliminate the women. 
These are grown women with kids that's been married, that's looking for love, never had it. They ain't got time for no foolishness. (laughs) And now, when you ain't got time for foolishness, Uh what better person... To right. put in the <laughs> equation that a damn fool. Yes. Because yes. yes. game recognize game. <laughs> yes, it does. So, you- hey, fellas, let's go. The show is uh is shot in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. On this show, you got a lot of successful black men and women that's out there looking for love in Atlanta, which is a tough place I found for women to find love because of the ratio of women to men is so high. Yeah. Like and, 20 uh, to how, 1, Steve. How, 20 to 1, man. How did yeah. you select participants for the show? You know, it was tough. I mean, we went through a very extensive process because we had a lot of people that came out. Once you say it's Oprah Winfrey, you know, the own network, you know, you got me, I'm casting for it. We put Tommy on. So we had a lot of people that came out. We went through rounds and rounds. I'm talking about hundreds of people came out for this show. And at, first of all, it was some crazies. So we had to weed them out. <laughs> Uh, we had one dude. Tommy, did you hear about the dude that was married that tried to get on the show? He I heard, but I, but I never met him, oh, but I heard about you, it. You not go meet him. I had to make sure that we sent him home. Look, he told, this is a true story, Steve. I can't make this up. He told his wife he was going to the store and came to the audition for Ready to Love. We, he was honest about it. He said, yeah, but she cool with it. We said, brother, this is for singles. We can't have you on there. He said, nah, she'll but understand. No, but he no. Said, Dog, your show is called Ready for Love. That's what I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> Literally. I done married the wrong person. That's he what he said. I'm not getting at the house. I'm ready for love. So y'all, to, y'all need me on this show. I'm going I to say, we can't. So we had to weed them types uh-huh. out, you know. Uh-huh. And then we went through, we made sure we had people that were reasonably sane. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a, you know what I like? It's a diverse mix of people. You got every shape, you got every shade, you got every mm-hmm. career path. You know what I mean. You got men that are very successful with white collar jobs. We got a, we got a, we got a pastor. We got a pastor. Oh, we yeah. got a pastor that got on the show, and his whole thing is that he wants to wait for sex, mm-hmm. and when he meets women, they don't want to hear that. <laughs> he oh, has. Well, you think it's yeah. the other way around? Correct. Uh huh. But he's think. a pastor, and he said I think that he lied. He looking for his first lady. <laughs> how, how old is he? Quiet, with? Steve. He, uh, <laughs> how old is it? Was Pastor Chris? Tommy he probably forties. Right. Mm-hmm. Late late forties. Late forties. Grown man. Uh huh. Well, I'm not saying he never had sex. He's saying right now. Well, if he was waiting, it's because he got ED. Really, Steve? I'm just telling you, if you have erectile dysfunction, you can wait. (laughs) You don't have a choice. Yeah, you got time on your hands. He got time to find love. He's a pastor. He's trying to go by the word. He was looking for his first lady. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we got a good mix, man. We got a good mix, and Tommy, Tommy ain't let him off the hook either. Mm-hmm. He he got me nervous a few times with some of the answers and questions that he was asking what? because like what? Oh, Will? Like I, everything. I pressed him, Will. I pressed him. <laughs> what you think about her lace front? I mean, it just you know. Oh yeah, that's Tommy. him. That's him all day. Oh, he went there. You know, I, let me say this. I was Thomas Miles most of the time, oh, but Lord. nephew Tommy kind of seeped out every now and then, which is what's okay. gonna cause people to tune in. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it was all these Steve. two separate people. L- listen. Oh, you didn't know that before you I'm hired him. I'm glad I didn't hire him. I'm a little nervous I with think... both my bosses on the line right now. I'm a little nervous. Right? <laughs> no, yeah, see, with, and Steve with me. is giving out too much information. No, see, yeah. I'm so supportive of this move. Yeah. <laughs> because I want him to have a TV show. 
That's yeah. what you know, I've, too. I've always thought that he should mm. be on TV. Yeah. Yes, he should. Yeah. You know, we've looked at projects and thought about it. Every project ever came for him wasn't good. This mm-hmm. is the first time <laughs> that he got a shot at something. As long as you don't put a light on his light, <laughs> <laughs> y'all going to be on TV for years. <laughs> Sounds like a great show, That's though. I, I can't wait to watch it. No, I'm ready for either. love. Ready for Ready to love. Ready to love. Ready to love. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What time tonight? Ready to love? 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 o'clock. 9 oh, central. Oh, time. That's great. On yeah. own. Congratulations, But let me say this, Tommy. though. Let, can, I, can I say this? I want to say thank you to Will, but I want to say also thank you to my uncle for being somebody I can watch do this in front of me, and at least I know how to go out and, and, and you know, I got a mold. I had something that I can grab onto that I can look at and say, this is how you do it. After going to your shows, watching you, man, I remember when I was just trying to figure out how the heck you reading this teleprompter tw- like it's nothing. So I appreciate how you have laid the groundwork for me to look at, and I'm appreciative of it, and I thank man, you. Man, I'm finna cry. That's awesome. Hey, Steve, some of that <laughs> stuff moment. was getting through. His mentoring is working. Th- you didn't think it was. <laughs> uh-uh, See? hell no. I, matter of fact, I knew it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think <laughs> I said, I am wasting my day. <laughs> but when he done hooked up with Will Pack, see that? Pack a game changer. Mm-hmm. Pack did my movie. Yeah, Think Like a Man. Oh. So I ain't got to tell you Number what one. that did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tommy that's was over, in that movie too. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's over 100 million. God. In the name of Jesus. Fellas. Congratulations. Listen again, yeah. y'all. Ready to Love tonight. premieres tonight Check it out. on OWN at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Yes. I need everybody to tune in and watch it. Uh, it's an all-new episode. We'll add this Saturday yep. on the 27th. So they're running it twice this week Yep. at 10 and 9 p.m. They must believe in this show. They don't put stuff on twice a week. Mm-hmm. Hosted by <laughs> Thomas Mile. It's produced by the legend Will Packer. It's a hit show, and it will be a hit if we tune in and watch it. I need everybody to tweet it, put it on your Instagram, put it on your Facebook. We're going to see a nephew Tommy over the top with this one right here. There you go. So I need everybody that's ever loved a prank, everybody that's thought he was ignorant and and, and gave you a moment (laughs) of laughter, Uh I need you to put the showtime tonight ready for love, on own at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern. Put it on your Instagram, your Twitter. Put it on your Facebook. Call your mama name, DVI, record it. And then Saturday night again, same time, 10 p.m., 9 p.m. Central. Ready for love, nephew Tommy, producer by the legend, Will Packer. Let's put it over the top and do something big, and let's make a hit on own. Tell Oprah yeah. what I did for y'all. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell her, Unc. I got you. Yeah, I got you, big dog. We're happy for Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you always. Thank you, fam. Tommy, mm-hmm. it's your time, baby. Woo! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. Um, If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, and if you want to submit a nickname for Tommy, uh, just go to (laughs) Steve Harvey FM, click Submit Strawberry Letter, and uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air like we're going to read this one. Right, Steve? That's exactly right. (laughs) All right, hey, it's satin. We want you to buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Okay, so <laughs> how about how got enough? How about rubber? <laughs> rubber? Oh man! Uh, <laughs> then rubber? Why? 
know where you come up you with come these rubble. names. How about burlap? <laughs> That's itchy. <laughs> all right, here we go. Subject, all he cares about is being insta-famous. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need some help with one of my closest friends. He and I have known each other since middle school, and he's always been a bit lazy. He comes from a fairly privileged background, and I believe that made him feel entitled to certain things in life without actually working for them. We are in our early 30s now, and he still lives with his mother, works part-time, and never finished college. The majority of his time and money is spent doing photo shoots for Instagram because he seems to be trying to brand himself as a socialite or local celebrity. It's always one get-rich-quick scheme after another with him. Despite wasting his cash on photo shoots, he's always complaining that he's broke and often needs to borrow cash from me and other friends. This guy also does not drive, so he always relies on his mom or me and his friends for a ride. When we criticize him, he calls us haters and will say that we don't believe in his dreams. We are too old for this mess, and it's time for him to have a real reality check. How do we tell him that it's time to get a real job, get stable, and stop trying to be Instagram famous? As a man, I feel bad writing this, but it's time for him to grow up, or we will continue to distance ourselves from him. I need to know how to reach him. Please help. Yeah, you stunned me with that uh, last couple of sentences. I did think this was from a female friend. I did, too. Yeah, I did. Um, well, but as a friend, um, all you can really do is tell your entitled uh, user friend uh, how you honestly feel. And maybe, you know, he'll hear you this time. But um, it's highly unlikely because you, you said you guys already said something to him and he accused you of hating. And... Uh, <laughs> Not believing in his dreams. I just thought that line was funny. Uh, so here's some advice to you as your friend, as his friend. Just back away. Uh, let him be. You cannot change a person. You can only change yourself. You got to stop judging him. You got to stop judging what he does and what he spends his money on. You got to remove yourself from all of that. Um, that's called tough love. You know, you, you can be there for him as a friend. But as far as all the other stuff you're doing, like picking him up, Stop that. Lending him money. Please stop that. That's called enabling, okay? And isn't his mother already doing such a great job of enabling him? He's living with her. She gives him rides. I'm sure she's taking care of him in, in you know, other financial ways and stuff like that. I agree with you. This is a grown man we're talking about. It is time for him to grow up. And one of those ways is if you, uh, his friend and his mom, stop enabling a grown man. Steve? Um, first of all, this man wrote this. I thought it was a woman, but I can, okay, it's cool. It, that ain't no problem. I w- help with my closest friend. He and I have known each other since middle school. He always been, he's lazy, privileged family. Uh, we in our early 30s. He lives with his mama, work part-time, ain't finished college. The majority of his money is spent. Okay, first of all, I didn't have no friends at 30 that live with their mama except Reggie Clark. Who was that? Reggie Clark. Dude uh-huh. stayed down the street from him. Uh-huh. He lived with his mama. I, I didn't I didn't understand that, but he worked. Mm-hmm. I, I I I. Then you say, 
spends all his money doing photo shoots because he seems to be trying hard to brand himself as a socialite or local celebrity. Always got the rich credit. Daddy always broke, and he needs to borrow cash from me and other friends. This guy also doesn't drive, so he relies on his mama or me or friends for a ride. What celebrity <laughs> ain't got car money? Let's just start there. You ain't even got to be a celebrity to get a car. Most of y'all listening are not celebrities, and all y'all have cars. But he branded himself as a celebrity without a car. You 30 years old and your mama giving you rides places. What? This is crazy, man. He relies on his mom or me and friends for a ride. I, I ain't got no time to go pick up no 30-year-old dude. I never had no time when I was 30. I was hustling so hard trying to make it. If you called me for a ride, I wasn't in town no damn way. When we criticize him, he calls us haters and will say that we don't believe in his dreams. It ain't your job to believe in his dreams. Like Shirley said, take yourself off this hamster wheel. Why do you have to believe in these dreams? What dream? He stay at the house with his mom and he getting rides from his mom and his friends and he work part-time and he trying to be Instagram famous. What dreams? You said we are too old for this mess. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at you, bro. How do we tell him it's time to get a real job, get stable, and stop trying to be Instagram famous? This is how you do it. You say, look, man, it's time to get a real job, get stable, and stop trying to be Instagram famous. <laughs> you say it just like you typed. He's saying, I, as a man, I feel bad writing this. I ain't mad at you, dog. I know, but you're trying to get some help because you had wits in. You're thinking maybe Steve got something for you. I got something for you. But it's time for him to grow up or we will continue to distance ourselves from him. I need to know how to reach him. See, this is actually a concerned friend. He's actually trying to reach him. But the best way to reach a dude like this man is he's one of them people that thinks he's always right. He's one of them people that don't see no wrong in none of his decisions. But all of his decisions have resulted in something that's not up to par with the friends that he grew up with that's all in your 30s. So when we come back, Jay is going to be the friend that's trying to talk to me, the deadbeat. <laughs> I'm the dude in the letter, and Jay is the dude writing the letter, and Jay is going to try to reach me when we come back. I'm going to show you how this goes. All right, part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after. All he cares about is being insta-famous right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. All he cares about is being insta-famous. It's a dude that's got a friend in their 30s. He lazy, come from a privileged background. He works part-time, live with his mama. Don't have a car, never finished college. He All his money spent doing photo shoots on Instagram because he's trying to brand himself as a socialite or a local celebrity. He doesn't have a car. And when his friends try to talk to him about it, when they criticize him, he calls them haters and say they don't believe in his dreams. We too old for this mess, the writer of the letter says. It's time for him to have a reality check. How do we tell him it's time to get a real job, get stable, 
stop trying to be Instagram famous. And then the man said, as a man, I feel bad writing this. But it's time for him to grow up and we will continue to distance ourselves. I need to know how to reach him. Please help. Jay is going to try to reach him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am mm-hmm. going to show you mm-hmm. what I this man me. that wrote the letter is up against. Okay, yeah. so Jay, what's going to be your name? Uh, my name would be Carnell. Your name is Roosevelt. Carnell. You are Roosevelt. Carnell. Carnell, Carnell and, and Roosevelt. Roosevelt. These like is the two old ass. <laughs> are they on Instagram? Yeah. These are, they ain't on Rose, Instagram. Ro- These is Rose- holograms. <laughs> These is two slaves. Yeah, just go with Mark. Mark. Okay, I'm Mark. You're Roosevelt. Right, it's kind of Hollywood. Right. It's right. not Cornell. It's the Roosevelt. That's Roosevelt old. is a very Hollywood name. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. Well, he's trying to get out there. Uh, Roosevelt, man. I need to. I need to talk to you about some uh, things you're doing. I, I don't want you, you to know? call uh-huh. me. I don't want you to call me Roosevelt no more. What's your new name, man? Because every month you got a new name. So what's your name this month? Blair. What's your name this? Blair. Okay, Blair, look. Blair. Ooh, Blair. 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 Blair, the yeah. way you're going at this, I know you want to be rich and famous, you want to be out there, but you're doing stuff that's just not going to help. Like last week, let me tell you what you did last week. You were passing our headshots at a baby shower, and now come on, man, come on. <laughs> you, you all at the baby shower passing out your 8 by 10s and it just don't Oh, so right you now. wanted the baby shower just to be about the baby? Yeah, man, that's what the baby shower is all about. You know what I mean? It's if the ladies opening the gifts and you out there passing out. Then last week, uh-huh. week before that. Hold, hold, oh, wait, week. hold up, hold up, though. Yeah. But didn't didn't I bring a gift? You brought a gift of yourself. And you wrapped up one of your damn pictures and you gave you gave that to the baby. I mean, really? Hey, man, do you know <laughs> Do you know when that baby grew up in 18 years, you know how famous I'll be then? <laughs> okay, the week before that, they had a grand opening of a car wash. You died at the car wash, passing out eight by tens. Come on, man. Come on, Blair. That ain't that, some of the stuff ain't going nowhere, man. Hold on, it Cornell. 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 Now let, let me say this here. Uh-huh. You know ain't nobody down at that car wash finna be nothing. I mean, come on. How many people you know work at car washes be so? So I was down there to provide some inspiration. Because, damn it, I'm going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) How about about the other night you up at the PTA meeting where the parents trying to talk to the teachers and you out there passing out eight by tens again. You're down there again doing the same damn thing. The lady's sitting in, you sitting in a little tiny desk and you passing out somebody coming Teachers PTA. How else am I going to get this brand out here if I don't go and where people is just gathered? The other day, you called me up all excited. I got an audition. I got an audition for the lead in a church Peter Pan play. Come on, man. That ain't going nowhere. Hold up. Hold up, dog. Hold up. I got that. Yeah, but the weight limit that your big ass was so big that you just, they couldn't pull you up in the air. You had yeah, but hold, hold, I wasn't in there for that. I was Peter Pan daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't grow up either? Yeah. That's, Pino- that's Pinocchio. I was Peter Pan daddy, so they didn't have to lift me. And and, and if you came to the play, I killed it. I was down there. I sat in the back. Me and three other people down there. You can see me. I even rewrote it. I said, fly in where it fly. (laughs) 
I'm just saying, some of the stuff you're doing ain't going nowhere, man. It just ain't going to go but nowhere. But see, you know why it ain't going nowhere, Cornel? I, I know you got a dream. Because I, I can't get my friends to support me. They're haters. All I get is this continuous hate mm -hmm. from all y'all. Now, look at you. You're trying to kill another dream. Mm -hmm. Brother, get in a big play. The big, this is the biggest production in this city. Peter Pan? <laughs> Peter, <laughs> what? You, anything church. else come through here? That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> this ain't going nowhere, man. Let it go. Damn, all, Cornell. You, you, I thought we you, was cool, man. You we are, are all cool, people. but I'm trying. I'm trying to Damn, help you. Man. I'm not trying to crush the dream. No, I'm you you is crushing. See, I've been sacrificing. I've been sacrificing. Here I am, staying in my mama's house, man. Just working <laughs> part time. So if they call me, I can come That's, on down there. And I, here I you spoke. is with your dream killing self. I spoke to your mama about what you're doing in your room and you're reciting plays from Color Purple to Mac and, mm. you know, Superfly. You know the rules. Dog, I watch, I listen to Tommy on the radio all the time. That's how he do it. He know all the movie lines. And see, look at him, dog. He kept on doing it till he got his own show. That's what I'm finna do. But you're not Tommy, man. I ain't got, but hold up. Tommy satin. ain't me. Satin. Satin. I prefer satin. You're, you're, you're not, you're not satin. Satin got talent. <laughs> team Tommy, it is. He's Team Tommy. Wow. Man, I'm hurt, man. This messed up, dude. You need a ride home? Yeah, man. Give me a ride home, man. My mama finna make something to eat. All right. All right, listen, and guys. And don't say you ain't got no car because I got your keys. <laughs> we got we got to get out of here, guys. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter and the reenactment at Steve Harvey FM. <laughs> Coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to talk about the midterm elections and Trump in Houston, Texas. Oh, boy. Right oh, after oh. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In about 15 days, guys, it's the midterm election. They're on Tuesday, November 6th. President Trump was in Houston uh, speaking at a Make America Great Again rally at the Toyota Center in Houston. Uh, the president encouraged rally goers to vote for Senator Ted Cruz instead, of course, of the Democrat uh, Beto O'Rourke. Remember during the 2016 campaign, we all remember this when Trump called uh, Ted Cruz lying Ted. But now the president has new nicknames for Ted Cruz. Take a listen. Is, 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 is he no longer lying Ted? To me, he's not lying Ted anymore. What he's is he now? Beautiful Ted. Beautiful he's Ted. Texas, I call him Texas Ted. Now, Ted. Ted Cruz and I had a very, very nasty and tough campaign. It was a very competitive, it was a very tough campaign. Uh, once it ended and we got together, and, and by the way, very late into the campaign, we lasted. People were shocked. I said, don't worry, it's only a question of time. And then ultimately what happened, we fought it out. The outcome was obvious. And we have worked together very closely. I like him a lot. I actually like him a lot. And he's so, a very smart guy. He loves the people of Texas, which I do. 
Okay. After you talk about wife and your and his daddy. Beautiful Ted, Texas no. Ted. You heard it if from the If you don't stand up for now. your wife and your daddy, who do you stand up for? Hey, man, I, the party, I can assure you the his wind. wife. can't represent. I can assure you his wife uh, is going, wow. Really, honey? Really, Ted? Really? That's the reenactment right there. Really, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> because it's just, uh, I, I, I don't have any respect for Ted Cruz. Because he let this man just dog his wife and his father. And he said publicly, I would never support a man like him to be president of the United States. So the power is with us. We, you know, especially for our listeners in Texas, we have to get out and make a huge showing. And the November election, we have to do it. We have to do it. Yeah. I voted uh, yesterday morning. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I went to Atlanta and voted. Yeah. Go ahead, big I love girl. it. I love it. I'm registered you know, here. I wasn't I taking no chances. Mm-hmm. I voted, man. I, I I can't take any chances, you know. Yeah. And let me say Not this now. about voting. Not now. Stop looking at my Instagram page thinking that I vote for Donald Trump. Y'all got me twisted. Now anybody that really knows me and listens to the show know good and hell well I'm not a Trump supporter. That, that ain't what that was, man. That was a meeting, a damn meeting. Man, quit worrying about that. That ain't no damn yeah. supporter or Trump. <laughs> man, I'm trying to get somebody up in there, man, where we can make a difference. I need this guy in Florida, Gilliam. Oh, Andrew, Gilliam. Andrew, yeah. I watched the debate on him and said, we need to get him in. We need yes. to get Stacey Abrams in yes, in Georgia. Georgia. That's right, Georgia. that's right. What's the boy in Texas? Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. We need him. Mm-hmm. We He's running against get... Ted Cruz, as a matter of fact. Yeah, Steve. and listen, man, we got to get some Democrats in the House and the Senate so we can balance this thing out because they just running roughshod, man, and this thing is getting ugly, man, and the, and the poor Republicans that are voting red because they think they talking about them, they ain't talking about you. Right. You're all going to be hurt, and we got to be extra careful because they're lying they're saying they want to uphold pre-existing conditions. No, they don't. They are still trying desperately to get rid of more and more segments yeah. of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you don't think those pre-existing conditions are one of them, that's a huge thing that they want done away with. They are lying saying that they want to keep pre-existing conditions. They mm-hmm. can't with the proposals that they're putting forth about Obamacare. They want to get rid of that because they consider that an entitlement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, to everyone, black women, you did it in Alabama. Uh, we can Jones. do, yes, we can yeah. do this. We can really, really do this. If all we have to do is show up at the polls and cast our votes, absentee voting, however you want to do it. Early, I recommend early voting like you did, yeah. Steve. Walk yeah. Get yeah. it done yeah. early. Don't wait yeah. till the last yeah. minute. Early voting starts today in Texas. Yeah, because a lot of states, yeah. um, starts today today was a, uh, yesterday was the last day to register to vote. So, yeah, you can do it now. Go on in there. And we have enough in there registered vote. voters yes. to turn this thing around and make a difference. But you have got to vote Democratic to create a balance. Mm-hmm. The symbol for this country is the golden eagle. An eagle can only fly correctly with a left wing and a right wing. And mm. right now, this eagle has too many right wings on it. Ooh. 
Mm. Wow. Okay, and you that was cannot deep. Cannot fly correctly. That was some deepness right there, sir. They can't right. do it. I ain't heard that one. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. You run they the have. You can't. <laughs> telling me an eagle can't fly correct without a left and a right yeah. right wing. You got too much right wing going on now. That's the imbalance of this country, and that's what's going on. And then we got people like Kanye who goes up there who does not understand history. Listen to me. Kanye is a cool dude, man, one-on-one. He is really a cool dude. He does not understand history. You can't say as an African-American man, let's make America great again, and you can tell me what time period you're talking about when it was better for black folk. Mm. We're going to make America great again. What what year you want to go back to, uh, Yeezy? I don't know what the hell Kanye talking about. Come on, man. You, you got to be smarter than that. Know your history. The 60s wasn't worth a damn. The 50s show wasn't. 40s, 30s? Kanye good when he on medication. Now, when he off of, you get what you just got. That's what you get. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. Anyway, guys. Good on medication. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, guys, our message is to vote. Vote, 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 vote early. November 6th. Please, we got to turn this thing around like you said, Steve. We do. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about Ray Carruth, former NFL player. Uh, Ray Carruth was released from prison on Monday, and we'll talk about it. Uh, It's been a while. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ray Carruth, uh, we all remember him as a former Carolina Panther. Uh, He was their wide receiver. He was convicted back in 2001 of conspiracy in the 1999 shooting death of his pregnant girlfriend. Uh, Well, Ray Carruth was released from prison yesterday morning. Uh, That was Monday morning. The former 1997 first-round draft pick from the University of Colorado. He played parts of three seasons in the NFL uh, in November of 1999. His pregnant girlfriend, her name was Sharika Adams, uh, she was shot four times in her car uh, by an associate of Carruth's. She died uh, a month later from her wounds, and uh, the baby survived, but... um, suffered permanent brain damage. Uh, He has cerebral palsy. Um, Carruth was convicted of hiring his friend to murder Adams and was sentenced to a minimum of 18 years and 11 months in prison. Well, as I mentioned yesterday uh, morning, uh, Carruth walked out of the Samson Correctional Institution in Clinton, North Carolina, and the shooter, meanwhile, is serving a minimum of 40 years. Wow. 18 years, 11 months in prison, Steve. Well, not okay. long enough. Yeah. What do you all think? I, I'm I'm in total agreement, Carla. Not long enough. I think he should have served more time. Uh, if the shooter uh, got forty, he should have got forty. Yeah. yeah. Sharika yeah. They were died. In it together. Yeah. Right. And the yeah, baby they was in it together. Right? Yeah. Sharika died. Yeah. Uh, um, and the baby brain damage. I don't, Terrible I don't, palsy. I don't think you should be allowed to to be in this child's life. I I don't. From from what you did, because you you. You basically tried to take your, your girl and the baby out. You tried to take them out. And uh, fortunately, the baby survived. You want to now get out and be a part of this? Because this there's a life. report that he wants to be involved in the child's life. Yes. yes I don't, I don't think so. What did you say, Steve? I said, so there's a report that he wants to be involved in the child's life? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm in sort of... In that instance, uh, you got to... You know, listening to you all, child. you've sort of changed my mind. 
because I was thinking, you know, if a person does their time, then and they complete their sentence, then you got to get your knee up off their neck and let them go live their life. But after listening to you all, I kind of, I, I can understand it because, because of man, the of the crime. if the shooter gets yeah. forty, yeah. you were the reason. You were the dude with the money. Yeah, yeah, you know, scary. and the means, and you don't want to bought the idea whole to whole purpose. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. to fruition. Without you, this girl is still living. Living exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. so it's it's difficult. And then for the family of the young lady, the suffering that they've had to endure to have to deal with the mm-hmm. fact that you're now out and free. I do not understand him wanting to be a part of the child's life. Thank you. That's what, and Tommy's <laughs> right about that because I, I, how do you let him be a part of the, the court system? When you talk about child abuse, you had the boy's mother killed. Healed. Yeah, yes, man. yes. And you and, were damaged as a result of you've, that. You've ruined, you've created a disability in this young man that he has to live with the rest of his life. Yeah. Did Ray Carruth try to maintain his innocence in all of this? Yeah. I, I, I believe back, he did. In the beginning, yeah, yeah no, he did. No, he, yeah, he, he, he confessed later, though. Yeah, he confessed later. But initially, yeah. He made it like he was innocent, yeah, he was, clean yeah. cut, mm-hmm. going to court. Didn't know what he talked about until the guy testified and said that Ray told me to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the, the Ray, Ray, lied. Ray lied until he couldn't lie no more. Yeah. 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 The son's name is uh, Chancellor and... Uh, Adams, if if yeah. Chancellor Adams, and if you look at him, everyone says he looks just like Ray Carew. Yeah. yeah. But this really? is all because yeah. you had one thought that you didn't want to be a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you didn't and want your money. Her. Didn't want to be with, with her. With yeah. her. He didn't yeah. want to be with her. Uh-huh. He it wasn't that. He didn't want to lose his money. It was about yeah. his money. Right. Yeah. Wow. And that, yeah, the circumstances surrounding that case were just horrible. Horrific. And I, and, and I, I do think he should have spent a lot more time and he yeah. should still be in he jail. Be in there. Yeah, he, he should, should have. Be in jail. Because he orchestrated well, you know, the whole thing. It, it's horrible, man, because this family has lost their daughter, their sister, you know, their cousin, their aunt. Their mother. You know, this boy never will see his mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ray Caruth, this was a really ugly act. Yeah. But he's cowardly, out. too. Cowardly. Oh, man, cowardly on so many levels. So, you know, normally what you try to say is a person do their time, they get out, they deserve a second chance. Right, right. That's what you try to say about any convict Mm -hmm. because we we can't just throw people away. People make mistakes. This one right here is uh, a little, it's different, man, because of the suffering that still continues. Right. Somebody's got to take care of the child. Right. Yeah. That's tough, the man. When you have, yeah. when you have disabled family members, it's not only the person that's disabled that has mm-hmm. to make certain oh. concessions and things, but family members have to make adjustments too. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult to raise a special needs child. That. that it's it's, it's yeah, hard to raise a, a, a healthy child. Right. Now yeah. you got a special needs. You're mm-hmm. exactly right, Carla. Mm-hmm. It's very tough difficult. for these families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so yeah. much more that comes Calls with too. it. Yeah. Yeah, and especially that didn't have to be. It was because of him. Man. You know, and remember, didn't they find him in the trunk or something? Yeah. 
He was hiding out. That's where they find him. Yeah. I'm talking about Ray Carruth now. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy, more, man? More coward stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Innocent people don't hide in I Trump. was writing. <laughs> I remember writing a joke about him. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hiding. Mm-hmm. I wrote a joke about this guy hiding and why he thought he was going to get away with this. And I, you know, I've forgotten all about the joke. He man, gets out today. Uh, yesterday morning. Man, yeah. do you know how much living we've done? Yeah, 18 years, almost 18 19 years. years. Boy. Almost 19 years, Steve. Surely, That's crazy. Surely, we were on the radio in L.A. In L.A., I know. <laughs> I'm just starting out. Just starting out with this show, actually. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with today's sports news. What you got, Junior? Listen up, everybody. Uh, the World Series starts tonight. It's set. Uh-huh. The Los Angeles Dodgers Woo! and the Boston Red Sox. Come on, right, Dodgers. That's right, L.A., Game baby. One, Fenway mm. Park. Mm. Come on, y'all. Who hold y'all got? Hold up. Dodgers. I'm not even into sports, but I want the Dodgers to win. Hey, hold up, everybody. Oh, you doing sports? Pimpin. But ain't you, you doing sports without what the pimp? <laughs> <laughs> we, I ain't getting no music. Junior, Junior I'm, and Pimp training. Well, two days in a row. We don't know, Pimpin. Sometimes you're busy. It's, I, it's sports. What you cats? <laughs> what my music? <laughs> what sports? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Come on, Pimp. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Pimpin. Hey, what's up, Junior? My hero. My man, you sitting up in here, you was doing sports, man. You almost didn't bring me in. I was coming to get you. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, what's up, Sharon? Hello, Tempin. Ain't nothing was happening with you. Oh, nothing much. Waiting for you. I know you was. <laughs> I keep some waiting. What's up, Chocolate? <laughs> what's happening, Pimpin? I see you. I see you. Happy birthday. I saw that gold dress on Instagram. You did, you saw. Yeah, you know, I don't want that. We could have been matching. <laughs> you know, because I don't want that. Anyway, what's up, Jay? Pimpin', you got on a pinstripe fur with numbers on it? Get no, out no, of here. no, 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 no. That's what I was going to wear if the Yankees was in it. <laughs> yeah, this ain't nothing. I, I'll describe this in a short, in a minute. What's up with you, Tommy? Like that, what's up, Pimpin'? How you doing? My man, what's going on? Well, it's all good. Oh, man, it's baseball season, so here I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get started. And, you know, I don't even fool with baseball until you get to the World Series. You know what I'm saying? Because it's Boston against uh, the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, East first, Mm -hmm. West, man. Who you got, Yeah, now, it's a good thing I'm here because it ain't a pimp in Boston or Los Angeles. L.A. Bishop Don Juan. Bishop Don Juan. But Don Juan from Chicago. Yes, he is. But he lives in L.A. Yes, he is. Now he don't live in L.A. He just be out here. He look like he just out here. No, you think he took up residence? He he a Chicago boy all the way, man. Yeah. Well, Pippin, let me ask you this, man. Who you got mm. in this World Series and how many games? Wait, hold on, hold on. How you going to do them? He ain't going to ask me nothing about my outfit, man. Oh, go I ahead, Jay. Just, I, the I'll whole reason first. I come well, up in I know here. you thought the Yankees were going to win, which is probably why you wore the pinstripe. No, nah, I ain't got on no pinstripe. You, ain't, you can't even see me. You ain't let me even see. in the what studio. Let me see what you wearing, what you wearing, what you wearing. Oh, this is slick right here. Y'all ain't seen it. 
Oh, 30 seconds. Damn, kid. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a little faster, Pimpin'. It's called, no, maybe he need to slow down. <laughs> Pimps don't speed up. I make everybody slow down. You want me to come back and tell you what I got on? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because it's going to take a minute right here. You really going to believe this here. Take us to break, Pimpin'. Okay, listen. When we come back, we're going to be discussing the World Series and more importantly, what do the pimp got on? <laughs> we'll be right back. You, man, I sound good. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, guys. Get back into it. I can't wait to see what the pimp of pimping has on. Yeah, 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 I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So let me describe it to you. Okay. Okay, you see this here? It's money green, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the fabric is paper. Oh. Ah. Oh. Green paper, because what is money? Green. Green Green paper. Green paper. 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 But But the shine you see on the green, guess what that is? What? (laughs) That's glaze. <laughs> green Glaze. like a Glaze. donut. <laughs> <laughs> like a crispy cream. You know what I'm saying? I got a crispy cream uh, green. <laughs> they call it crispy cream yeah. green that I'm wearing up in here and I'm sweet. <laughs> He's sweet. Man, look at this right here. This money green made out of paper with the glaze on it. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I love this here. So what are we talking about, Junior? The World Series, Pimpin'. Oh, well, you Careful. know, I, yeah. Careful, I'm Pimpin'. sweet on Krispy Kreme. I know, this soup, you can't push up on this here soup. <laughs> it fall apart. Yeah, you can't do this here. This ain't to be grabbed. <laughs> okay. Well, Pimpin', can we get your take on this World Series, Pimpin'? Okay, go ahead. What you need? We don't know what you think, man. The Dodgers and the Red Sox is playing, man. Well, you know, listen, can I be real with you? Mm-hmm. Because of my genuine friendship with Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and my sheer hatred for Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm saying L.A. Dodgers. Yes. Uh-huh. But, man, let me tell you something. Them damn boys in Beantown, they tripping, man. They, they balling, man. They got some oh, bats man, up there, Oh, man, they tripping up there, man. It's going to be hard to beat them. But you know, ain't, they ain't got a pimp in Boston, no way. I don't know what's up. Ain't now pimp in Boston? Mm-mm, not one. <laughs> Last time they had a pimp came out of there, they wasn't really pimps. They was, uh, what was that little group? Uh, New Edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And Bobby Brown wasn't a pimp. He was a fool. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between pimping and food. But, you know, ain't no pimps in L.A. either, so I ain't got no skin in the game except with Magic. So, you know, I'm pulling for the Dodgers, but, you know. How many games, Pippi? Oh, it's going to go seven him. You, you, you ain't finna walk Boston ass up out of him. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that. That ain't what they finna do, man. Boston finna be, ooh, they finna be nasty. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, man. But you know, baseball is so damn slow. Well, this World Series is going to be good, man, because they both offensive power team. They're going to be hitting. 
They need to whenever they throw it, man. They take too damn long. All that rubbing on their hat and wiping their hand off their ass and throwing their legs up in the air. Signals, throwing the ball over the first and shaking their head. I don't want to throw that. I don't want to throw it. Well, throw something, damn. <laughs> Three and a half hours. Ain't but nine minutes. That's 23, 27 strikes. Let's get this over with. Yeah. <laughs> they got to throw something down there. Yeah, ain't no fights. <laughs> Sliding up into me with your cleats up. You kick me in the back of my leg, man, and tear one of these rabbit boots. <laughs> man, I'm turning this whole journey. You All right, Pimpin', I hate to cut you off. <laughs> we'll be back with closing remarks right after this. <laughs> For sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It is time for your closing remarks. It's been a good day. Yeah, it has. Day. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uh, closing remarks today mm-hmm. is going to be advice to my nephew. I want to talk to you, man. Okay. About your TV career and tell you some things I've learned and discovered along the way that might be helpful to you as you venture on this brand new journey. Um, The amazing thing is, and not to use it as a negative, but to eventually use what I'm about to say as a positive, is that the price for fame has gotten too high now. Mm. Because of the use of social media, the internet, Facebook, Facebook Live, Instagram, Twitter, blogs, TMZ, The Shade Room, Media Takeout, Radar, The Inquirer, all of it. Uh, I'm going to use this as a warning, but also as a blessing. None of those things got you where you are. And none of those things can remove you from where you are. But you do have to be aware of it all. Because it's amazing how on your way up, how they cheer for you. And then when they see you get there, they cheer for you. They they congratulate you. But after you done made it, it's an amazing thing. There's nothing left for them to do but tear you down. And it is amazing how they go about it. But they can only accomplish it if you lend yourself to it. So remember, the people who have opinions of you now, they didn't know you back when. Before you got on TV, they knew nothing about your struggles, your hardships, your wants, your disappointments, all the times you were hoping that you could be somewhere that you didn't. All the times you shot for shows and you missed it, they don't know. But now all of a sudden you there, and it reminds me of a quote that I saw on Jamie Foxx's page one time. He said, most people hate you because of how many people love you. And that right there alone is what you have to be aware of. That simply the hate is usually because of the love. But you got to take your focus, Tommy. You got to put it on the love. You just have to put it on the love, man, because the hate is is so 
Man, they nasty with it, man. They just are. But you'll be fine because the God that got you where you are is the God of sustaining, the God of uplift, the God of protection, the God of Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I have used that scripture so many times. You all are probably well aware of the hate that has been coming my way. It has just been alarming, but none of them, not one single strand of it has stopped one single blessing that God had for me. I keep my haters in my classroom. All they can do is watch and learn, watch and learn. I try desperately not to get off the wall to address them because they coming. And after tonight, they'll start showing up. It'll be amazing, man. You're going to have a great showing tonight. But don't worry about the ones where he wasn't all that to me and he didn't seem like he did this to me. Don't worry about them. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust, blood, sweat, and tears. Not to those cold and timid souls in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. They just up there booing, but they ain't never been in the arena before. They in the stands talking about you, and they ain't never been under the lights. They in there booing for you, and they ain't ever been cheered for. Mm. Mm. It's an amazing thing, man. (laughs) That's how they do it. So since they've never been cheered for, Don't let the booing bother you. Since they've never been in the arena, since their face has never been marred with dust, blood, sweat, or tears, they are merely cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. They don't know what it is to win or to lose because they never even tried nothing before. So why would you be affected by someone who has not tried and all they talking about is your efforts? See, people who are putting forth an effort don't have time to slam other people's efforts because they're too busy performing their own effort. I don't have time to look over there and see how green your grass is because I'm trying to fertilize, water, and cut, and sharpen mine. Come on. So the journey has begun, but along with the journey comes the other part. But your faith in God, the same God that got you here, it's the same God that's going to sustain you. The same God that got you here is the same God that's going to take you further. And now that I'm saying this to Tommy, looks like I ain't just talking to Tommy. Come on now. Looks like I'm talking to everybody out there listening. Oh, yeah. Because everybody done experienced some form of hate in their life. But normally, they only hate you because so many people love you. Keep on doing what you're doing. Congratulations, man. Don't forget to pray. Yeah, man. Ready to love. Go ahead, dog. Drop the mic, Steve. That was good.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight. 